This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What is happening, you guys? Welcome back to Let's Go Win Podcast. You are here for Tuesday Tune-Up. I'm J.M. Ryerson. To my right. Hi, I'm Lisa. (laughs) That would be Lisa Ryerson. (laughs) I hope you have more words than that today because we are going to talk about a fun subject. Well, Maybe it's not fun, but it is something that I think is easier said than done for many. For whatever reason, this has come natural to me for many years, but it's something that a lot of people I think need to work on. And that is stop worrying about what others think about you. You've always been almost marveled at the fact that I just don't care. I don't really care what people think. I have zero shame in my game. Obviously. Thank you. I take that as a compliment. <laughs> I don't know why. And and I feel blessed, honestly, because it's allowed me to, to do things that are uncomfortable. And I'm told all the time things I can't do. And I don't care what people have to say. Honestly, that fuels me. But some people that this is a hard idea to not worry about what others think of you, because that is we have this we learn this somewhere because I look at four and five-year-olds. They don't care what others think of them, right? But then maybe it's six, I don't know, seven, eight. At some point, we start to really think and worry about, and I did too, j- just so we're clear. In I think middle school, maybe early high school I did. But then after that, I just was like, why? It's waste of time. But where do we learn it? Is it is it an age thing? Is it uh, conditioning from friends? What, what I, I, I don't know. I think it's from when you go to school, right? I think it's you start seeing other kids and maybe what they're wearing to school, what they're having for lunch. And you're like, wait, that's different from me. I know for myself, that was kind of where it started was when I went to school and I started realizing, I go, gosh, and I grew up in Eldora Hills, California, which is a predominantly very uh, white community. And we were, I think at the time, the only Asian family in that entire community or in the entire city. Um, now it's much more diverse, but it was really growing up and going, Oh, like I'm, we have a different culture. Like my, my parents aren't from this country. Right. And we celebrate different holidays. We do things differently. Um, So it was just kind of, I remember being like kind of ashamed a little bit, like, because I was different. Mm. But then growing up after a while, like different is good, right? Then I got into high school and everyone, you know, it was like, oh, this is so awesome that your dad's from Thailand, your mom's from Hong Kong, and you have all these, you know, you get to eat all this great food and, you know, the country your dad's from is so amazing, right? And so, and then it became better for me. But I, I do remember that, like growing up and going, gosh, not everybody looks like me right? It's, I had a different skin tone than everybody else. And it just, you start just kind of being aware of those things. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it's at school that this happens. But for those of you, whether you have kids or you yourself are challenged with this idea of worrying what others think about you, here's three ideas to really shape and help not. And the first one I'm going to go with, it's a bit out of order from what I wrote about, but I think this, I should have put it in this order. Mind your own business is what I put. But the quote is just a reminder, what other people think of you is none of your business. And if you think about that, I have no control over what you think of me necessarily, or certainly if I meet somebody for the first time, they're going to have their own thoughts, judgments about me. 
I actually have no control over what they think. So why would I spend any amount of energy on that? That doesn't mean don't present yourself in your best possible light or be true to yourself, which is one of the other things, but I really have no control over what this person thinks about me. So you have thoughts on that? I like that. Mind your own business. Like it kind of like it was an opposite situation. Like, right. You have no business of what other people think of you. It was none of your business. I have zero control. Right. And so spending any amount of energy on what somebody else thinks of me is really just wasted energy. Yeah. Right. That doesn't mean, look, if they have feedback for me, which is you were, you were jerk. Cool. I can deal with that and Mm -hmm. I can work on that. But worrying like, oh, what do they think of me? Who cares? You have zero control over that. Yeah. I love that. And it's taken me a while. I want to say it was probably in my mid thirties that I embraced that. Right. It was kind of like, okay, like I don't need to impress other people. They're either going to be impressed or not, but I need to show up as me because this is me. Right. And having that confidence. So it took a while, but I got it down because now I don't care. (laughs) Well, and you said something, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but being true to yourself, you just said, this is me mm-hmm. being me. That allows, that gives you the best possible opportunity for them to embrace you, mm-hmm. right? But if you're trying to be someone else, if you're not trying to be your true authentic self, people see through that shit, just right. so we're clear. And, you know, it's interesting, you're watching a show right now and you were talking about how a lot of times females don't support females. And I'm generalizing, Mm -hmm. of course, but you did say like this show is so interesting because it talks about women empowering women, lifting each other up instead of so often in social circles. You guys are savages. I don't know why you're so mean to each other sometimes. Not anymore. (laughs) Well, maybe you're not your circle of friends, but you have said many times as a as as a species as a as a group women are not always supporting each other right you've made that comment many times and that's why you're really enjoying the show so much is that's how i understood yeah absolutely so you know i grew i grew up i was in a let's see here it was a very competitive catholic school or episcopalian school that i grew up in and i just remember there was like catty things that happened between the girls because it was you know who had the better grades, who had the better hair, who had, you know, all these things. And it was just this constant competition of sorts. I went to high school. There was more competition there, but I did feel there was more collaboration as well. I went to all girls Catholic high school. Imagine how crazy that was. Um, but I loved it because I feel like everybody respected each other's differences Mm. and there was more collaboration there, uh, going into college. It definitely was as well, but I think, I chose, right? I chose to be around strong females that didn't talk poorly about others that um, had a common goal of winning together, right? And that led into when I went into the workforce and then let in, granted, you know, like through the workforce, I have gotten hated on. There has been many times where I would much have rather had a a male boss than a female boss because I feel like... um, the female bosses that I had were threatened, you know, by other females maybe coming up through the ranks or, you know, whatever it was, it was just this weird thing. And I never understood that. So what was really cool was when I started appreciation, there wasn't very many females at our, in our company. 
and myself and Krista and Holly, we started Women of Wealth. And that was really cool because we were all about uplifting other women and together, like powerhouses, right? And the next thing you know, 40% of our field force at Appreciation are, are now women, right? Half of the top producers are women. And it's not to say, you know, like we're comparing or anything, but it was really just lifting other women up and we can all win together instead of being in competition with one another. Well, I've seen that movement, especially recently. It feels like the last five to 10 years, even in the movies, you're seeing a lot of female characters really be the in the limelight. Like yeah. Wonder Woman is, that's not just one show now. I mean, there are Marvel characters. Yeah. So many of them are females. That was not the case. It right. used to be Superman, Batman, right? Mm -hmm. Then you sprinkled in Catwoman, but she was still in the background. Mm -hmm. Now you literally have the lead roles. So, and this is not all about females. This that's not the point of the show, but it is. It's cool to see that hopefully this group is starting to lift one another up. Saying, "Look, we're in this together. Let's let's lift each other up." Yeah. And one of the things that does happen, and inevitably, even some of my best friends, and I, I've forgiven them, I've let this go, but this idea is really important, is that it's not about you. People project things onto you. So their feelings, um, when they're hurt, they will say things about you, but it really has nothing to do with you. And literally, the definition of projection, according to psychology today, is the process of displacing one's feelings onto a different person, animal, or object. So when somebody acts out, they say nasty things. Uh, if it came to an animal, if they were to ever hurt an animal, it's actually projecting because they are hurting. Right. It's not because they're so strong. So if somebody is attacking you, and again, the best examples I can give, and I won't say the names, but when some of my best friends have said really crappy things about me to other people, to maybe make themselves look better. I know it's not about me. It's actually about them hurting. And so that's the third idea is it's not about you. You have any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Cause I've had to come to terms with that over the years. I mean, it never feels good, right? When you have people who you think are in your corner and then they say, nasty things about you outside or whatever it is, right? It's to, and I've learned that it's to cover up maybe their, um, flat sides as well. And, you know, so I've had to just go, okay, like, yeah, that sucks, but life goes on and it, and it isn't about me. Um, you know, I, I did want to just share one of my favorite movies and I've literally watched it. I usually don't watch movies more than once or twice. Max, I know you love to watch the same movies like all the time. 20 and I've, and I've somehow watched these movies 20 times with you. But uh, my one of my favorite movies is The Greatest Showman. And the reason being is because they have a song, and the song is um, This Is Me, right? And it's it, for any of you who haven't watched it, it's basically about Barnum and Bailey's, right? The circus and how they started and all that stuff. And they had all these quote-unquote freaks, right? So there'd be like a really tall person, a really large person, whatever it was. But they we're trying to fit them into this box of, you know, being these showmen and they were getting made fun of and they finally found their voice. And it's like, this is me. Right. And so it doesn't matter what other people think. If you're true to yourself, you are going to attract the right people. Um, another thing is I know that I have strict boundaries on who I surround myself with. So if there are women that I'm meeting 
you know, for the first time and we're hanging out and they start being catty about other women or talking about other women, I will stand up for whoever they're talking about, right? It's like, nope, you don't know them, right? How do you know this? And why are we even talking about it? Um, and so I'll give that a few chances. And if that continues and they're still that way, then I will choose out. I will choose not to be around that because that's not what we're all about, right? It's about lifting other people up. Well, I, I like that. Maybe that's where we'll, I'll recap and we can end the show off. The, the idea of choosing out, right? So for instance, stop worrying about what others think about you. Cool. But if your circle of friends continue or they're not lifting you up, you should choose out mm-hmm. because you shouldn't be around people. I, I truly believe people either lift you up or they bring you down. There is no in-between. I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. And I love that you said that specifically, choose out. In fact, now I kind of want to blog on that specific <laughs> idea. But choosing out, it, it is a choice. You can choose to be around them, or more importantly, you can choose not to be. So to recap, you guys, ways to stop worrying about what others think about you. Mind your own business. It's not You have no control over what they think about you. Be true to yourself. That clearly has come out in what you've said, like, This is something that once you really are secure in who you are, be that because that is attractive. And lastly, it's not about you. When they're saying nasty things about you, it is truly not about you. It's something that they're dealing with. So don't take it personally. Just ask if they need a hug. That might help them far more than (laughs) trying to go back at them. So, um, yeah. That's, that's where I would end it. I, I will say this. So let's go in. Can you talk about that? Where can people find it? Cause I just had somebody recently read it that they hadn't. And they were like, dude, this really helped. I love hearing that. And I would love for more people to, if they haven't read it to get a chance to. Yeah. It's a really quick, easy read. Um, you can grab it on Amazon. It's called let's go in keys of living your best life. And then you can take that another, uh, step forward is champions daily playbook. So that playbook is a 90 day accountability where you can journal, write, you know, there's all, it's very simple, but it keeps you accountable and keeps your journey um, to living your best life. Yeah. Keys to living your best life. You guys, I literally, that book was written for our, our, my two, our two boys, excuse me, that (laughs) we, we wanted the very best for them. So the ideas in there, they're not ours. They're literally authors, um, mentors, my grandparents, my parents, things I want to pass down to them. So I don't know anybody that wouldn't get value from the book. So if you haven't had a chance, go to Amazon. I think it's like 15 bucks. You'll love it. And if you don't, I'll pay for it. I, I, I love the book so much. I'll have some more. So (laughs) anyway, until next week, continue transcending life. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community. And that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.